When it comes to sharing my love of music and K-pop with the podcast listening community, I knew that Anchor was the place for me. I've been with them for several years and several shows at this point. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And with Anchor, you're one step closer to distributing your podcasts. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. An album a day is my exploration into the Korean music scene. This podcast will cover mainstream, indie, and some underground artists within the scene and provide both factual and opinionated commentary. The biggest benefit to sharing my thoughts this way is that it will hopefully expose you to more great music and exploration of your own. You're tuned into an album a day. Show start. I am so grateful. So, so very, very grateful that we made it to this album. Now, I know, I know the the previous episode you heard me and I was just losing my mind about how it wasn't a solid album and and all of that. And I'm not taking that statement back. (laughs) I mean it. However, comma, this album, they actually tried. They tried. They actually tried. I'm, I'm very pleased with them giving it a real effort. So today's album is Sketchbook and 100% released it February 22nd, 2017. I want you to keep that date in mind. 20 that not the not the whole date but just the year, 2017. Uh Sketchbook has technically f- six tracks on it, but really one of them is an instrumental of the lead single. So there's Sketch You, One Day, Dreaming, Gorgeous, Meet Yesterday, and then, of course, Sketch You's instrumental. Uh, The album did number five on the Korean charts. It sold over 13,000 units at the time of this podcast publication and most certainly had something worth listening and or watching more than once because I mean it's not a group that doesn't have um music videos so I was just I was just excited (laughs) I was just excited that you know they came to 2017 and finally gave it an actual an actual push a shove an attempt um, special shout out to my Patreon patrons, the student body, and the scholars who keep my vision of becoming your favorite Korean music historian, exploring another industry from A to Z, a real thing, as well as my lovable Megualas, the most amazing fan base a little strangeling such as myself could ever have. If you're interested in supporting the growth of this podcast and supporting content, please visit patreon.com slash multifacetedACG. And for as little as $1 a month, you can be a part of assisting me finalizing the design of the digital badges that the patrons have so that they can show off that they support the show and the content. I just got a new patron yesterday as well. Thank you so much to her. I believe her name is Amber. So cool. All right. K-pop fans. On a scale of one to five, with five being essential listening and one not worth mentioning, 
the A3 day rating for Sketchbook is a four. I wish I had a clapping sound effect. So I'm going to just have <laughs> Oh my God. They finally came out of the threes. <laughs> I swore. I swore this was going to be an all threes kind of collection. But this is a four. And it, it rides heavily on on sketch you i'm not gonna even lie the way that the song comes on is wonderful it's dreamy i still feel like i'm in a video game the further along i progress through the album so we're not gonna deny that that seems to be their formula let's sound like we are somebody's video game or some emotional montage um soundtrack that's just and i mean i want to say it works i mean clearly let's look at numbers because you know, we can say everything we want all day, including my own personal ranking system. But the numbers show this group hasn't disbanded despite losing members, both through personal choice and through the will of God. And they've been around since 2012. That's seven years of longevity. Clearly, there is a demand for what it is they produce. And if there was not a demand, they would have disbanded by now. Nothing sticks around longer than it has to in Korea. Hell, if you got a favorite food restaurant and you go to it three times, I can promise you by that fourth, whatever street it used to be on, they might get sick of it and move. I'm speaking from personal experience. Just listen to me. Okay. So if it wasn't doing, if 100% was not doing what top media needs it to do, whatever that may be, they wouldn't be around this long. So the numbers substantiate that they, they've got something that's working for them. Me, being the type of person who likes a lot of musicality, I like a lot of, of, of just diverse sounds, production elements and everything, it, it, it doesn't win for me in that regard. But again, we've said this in previous episodes, and I will say it until I am blue in the face, my ranking system and my personal preference does not take away from the fact that you have to be as discerning as possible when you rank something. And we've already gone through how many we went through. We 100% real, 100%, 100% V, which was technically a single. So like that was a four, but that was a single. So I don't really feel like it was sufficient to count that. Um, Bang the Bush, that name, Time Leap, and now we're here. We, we've made it through five projects, even though technically I've listened to far more than that because I kept getting fooled about these singles. We talked about this. This is actually an EP that I would recommend to someone who's just getting into all of their, their collective discography because if I start them further back, they might be sorely disappointed. Honest to goodness. Sketchbook doesn't have... um any massive vocal arrangements still they are fairly uh it's about to say monochromatic <laughs> but i guess i can utilize that it's monochromatic in its sound like you don't have somebody doing illustrious runs i'm convinced by this point that that somebody can't you got some amazing falsetto moments and things of that sort within sketch you it's it's it is a good song it's a highlight on this album and this is the first time where I feel like they started an album with the energy and the in the in the pizzazz that a group at this point five years in should have. 
I just, I, I was about to start whining. Nope, we just we we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hold on to that. We're gonna keep it. We're not gonna give that to you all today. Um, I do sorta kinda like gorgeous. It's the fourth track on the song. Um, it, it's it's. How do you? <laughs> I'm trying to find the words. I keep leaning into saying everything sounds like a video game, but this one sounds like it'd be a part of like a a, a jazzer size dance aerobics class, and you just come on, everyone, you can do it. Just move to the beat. Like it's perfect for that. Like they're very um, their production. And I can't, I can't find who was responsible for these sounds, but their production is very, uh, very controlled, super duper controlled. And then another thing that was of interest to me that I wanted to share with you all, um, I was just trying to, I was trying to find whatever I could because I didn't want the the episodes to just be a drop in the frying pan and we get on with our lives. But they basically started their touring life, like concerts and tours. They started that in Japan. So I'm really, there's, there's a, it's, it's electronic music. It's, it's anthemic. But if you're a person who listens to a lot of of J-pop, this is the sound that these men have been delivering on since day one. That's not to say that there's not a lot of um, variety in how the pop scene is in Japan and whatnot. You will, the further along you progress in it, hear some amazing things. And there's awesome vocals. I lean more towards J-rock than I do pop. But these gentlemen, their entire group, sounds as if it was catered it was it was cultivated to cater to the the appeal of that audience they did uh concerts in uh Fukuoka Tokyo uh Osaka Nagoya and um they also went to Taipei at one point in time uh in Taiwan but a lot of their on the road experience has been overseas so i gather that i could probably look during the final thoughts episode just to see comparatively what the numbers are in terms of demand for them there versus here so Good grief. I'm sorry. You probably heard just a very abrupt ending. I went and set the alarm off. (laughs) Completely lost my train of thought after that because I'm sitting here like you dodo bird. But nonetheless... Um, it, I certainly think that it's, it's imperative to share with you all the, the number comparisons between their presence in Korea versus their presence in Japan. And especially now when it's a time, uh, that the two countries are having a lot of tension between each other. I don't know if this puts a dent in their professional progress or not, but I want to, I want to look into that. So I apologize for that abrupt ending that just occurred out of nowhere. I'm so sorry, but I was moving around and went and jacked some stuff up. So we will come back to this group in the next episode. We have just two more albums to look at. And then we've, of course, got our final thoughts, which I'm wondering if I'm going to put together with another one or not. I'm not certain, but we've got time. I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye, y'all.